Hello guys, it's me. One thing people don't understand about MS, or maybe they do, but people that don't have MS don't really understand is how painful MS can be. It, I mean, and it's painful in a unique way to unique people, right? Um, MS is different for everybody. And so the way that people suffer is different. So it's really hard to explain to individuals how you're, you're suffering. So like with me, I would have these horrible headaches and my left arm and my left leg would just drag. And it just, it was, it was difficult, but the headaches were just unbelievable. And this is way before I got diagnosed. I got kicked out of the military for a brain injury and it was like rapid. It was just like, boom, you're gone. I had five kids at the time. I had to reinvent myself and find a job. And the headaches were just just staggering. So I had to find a way to deal with it. And uh, I couldn't take, you know, uh, anything really for it because I had to work. So I had to learn to compensate for it or find a way to deal with it. And how I learned to deal with it is I read some books on biofeedback and I read some books on um, uh, meditation and, you know, various things. So I started focusing on some inner control methods. And I want to be really honest with you. I'm not like a, one of these... Uh, new age people I'm, I'm just not I'm also not a doctor guy I don't like going to the doctor I don't but I do believe that your mind is the most powerful tool you have in your arsenal for combating illness or, or anything really I mean your mind your willpower is an amazing thing so what I did was I would learn to uh, use a relaxation technique that was used in the Air Force uh, so the pilots could go to sleep rapidly. And during that time, I would focus on the pain and learn how to distance myself from it. I know this sounds weird, but it worked so I could actually work and take care of my family. And my job was very physical. I was a maintenance manager and maintenance engineer at a plastics plant. That was my, not engineer, maintenance man at a plastics plant. That was the first job I got out of the military. So what I'd like to do now is just kind of show, tell you how I did that. And maybe it'll help you, maybe it won't. You know, I, I don't know, but I, I hope it does. So what you do is you just lay down in a room where nobody's bothering you and you start taking deep breaths, right? And you calm down and you tighten the muscles in your feet and you relax them. And you keep taking deep breaths. And then you tighten the muscles in your calves and you relax them. And you keep taking deep breaths and then you tighten the muscles in your thighs and you relax them. 
and you keep taking deep breaths. Remember, the breathing is really important. In and out, right? It's really important to focus on your breathing. So now you tighten the muscles in your buttocks and you release them. Deep breaths here, man, are so important. And then you tighten the muscles in your abdomen. Your abdomen is really important, right? Tighten your abdomen and now release it. Keep taking deep breaths. And now you tighten the muscles in your pectorals, your chest area. And then you release them. Deep breaths. And now you tighten the muscles in your arms, your biceps, and your forearms, and your fingers. And now you release them. Now you tighten the muscles in your neck. Now you release them. Now you're at your forehead. At your forehead, you imagine where the pain is. You focus on where the pain is. You tighten that area up as hard as you can, man. Focus as hard as you can. And now you release it. And you keep doing that until the pain subsides. And you actually imagine yourself that you're on a boat, little little raft or something floating in a calm sea. And keep your breathing up and down, up and down. And eventually you may drift off to sleep, but that's okay because you have taken your first step into controlling your pain. So that's, uh, that's a technique that I use to help control my pain. It's also a really good relaxation technique if you have high blood pressure or panic attacks or anything of that nature. So, yeah, I'm not really a new age guy. It's not my thing, but I do believe in that. I, it's something, uh, it's kind of a cross-platform thing that I developed. Or maybe, maybe it's, it's not something I developed. Maybe somebody else has done it a thousand times out there, and I just, you know, I, I don't know. But it does help a lot, so um, use it. Um, so anyway, I also believe that uh, if, you, if you do exercise every day just a little bit, man, get out, get out in the sun, get in the pool, start getting, start getting moving around so you can, you can actually start not being so damn depressed. Depression and MS, they're just horrible, horrible things. Something else, man, is yogurt. Yogurt is a very, very good... Uh, food to eat with MS, man. It's got a lot of good probiotics. It's it's not high in calorie. It's a nice sweet treat, and it, it's it's really good. You can eat two to three servings of yogurt a day without like blowing your diet, and it, it's a really good treat, man. So uh, I'll probably get slammed down a hundred times by people saying, "Well, it's high in milk fat or whatever," but yogurt is awesome. So yeah, don't. Uh, don't preclude uh, uh, eating some yogurt, man. I, I love yogurt. Uh, so yeah, that's uh, those are a few things that with MS that that I I definitely recommend. Something else that I have noticed with my MS, I, I'm a man, right? So I have some MS men problems. 
is that I don't feel things down there. I mean, I could still, like, perform but sometimes, but, man, I don't feel things. So I, I could go for days and not, not because I just don't feel anything. So that's a real problem for men. And men, men have a problem opening up and talking about that. So uh, that's hard. That's really hard. So there needs to be more talk and discussion about sexual problems with MS because there are a lot of them, and it's not pleasant. Um, I know there's groups and things, but to be honest, it, it's hard to open up and talk in public. I've tried. It really is. It's kind of nice uh, on a podcast because it's one way. I'd, I'd really like to start having people... Uh, to talk to on these podcasts, but I'm not very popular, and I think I've had like 50 people, 50 listens, and it's five people. So eventually, maybe there'll be more, but you never know. I mean, you really never know. I, I really do like uh, to uh, to discuss things on these podcasts. Something else, man, that you have to be aware of is heat. Heat will just destroy you. And, you know, I was told early on that, uh, that heat and MS don't mix, you know, when I was diagnosed, which is 30 years too late. Uh, I worked in the hottest environments you can imagine. I worked in a r rubber plants, too, you know, around these 400-degree uh, uh, rubber machines. It was insane and, uh, in, in Texas. So heat and MS don't mix. It'll drain your energy pretty quick. But, you know, again... I, I honestly think that it's more uh, it's more what stage of the MS you're at also. Um, so, yeah, I, I'm in secondary progressive. I have symptoms that stay. Uh, yeah, it's, I don't agree with the reoccurring uh, and remissive. I, always, I think that no matter what, you always have something that sticks around. Maybe it's not noticeable, too noticeable, but there is something there, you know. Um, maybe I'm wrong. I'm sure, sure there's, there's doctors out there that would tell me I'm wrong. But I think there's always something, always a touch of something left after you've had an exacerbation. Um, so, like, when I had my exacerbations, I was always at a point of total exhaustion. And, and that sucked. Have any of you had the MS hug? That feeling around your chest area, like you're being constricted? That was one of the worst things that I had to deal with. I mean, uh, besides pain and exhaustion and just I, I would have these terrible terrible MS hugs and, uh, I, and of course not knowing what it was it, you know before you're diagnosed there's a lot of panic and just flat not knowing and that can cause a lot of problems also just the fact that you are afraid of what's happening to your body and yeah so anyhow Look, I'm going to sign off. I, I hope you guys will listen to this, and it's not just babble to you. And I appreciate you listening. Uh, thank you very much. Bye.